So was this your first week working? What What are you? You said they gave you a promotion. They just, they just yeah. So pretty much. And they gave they gave me a promotion. So like, oh. I don't like do the I don't do the wheelchair thing. I don't just push people in the wheelchair oh, and shit. Oh shit! You graduated. What you doing now? So pretty much like. I'm doing, bro. Like, I'm pretty much doing the manager's job, but like I'm not a manager. Like they, I'm still, cause like I, I'm like they got me, they got me yeah, under like. Let a nigga make you do that. But nah, mm-hmm. but like, cause it's it's really crazy. Cause like I'm doing, like they got me, like they got me zone leading or whatever, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, like I don't like, so that means like I don't lead, like I don't lead the floor. I'm pretty much like just like giving the passengers off to like the other. People like that's the job I used to do. Like they used to give us the passengers and we used to go whatever. Uh-huh. But so like I'm assigning I'm assigning the passengers to <clears throat> to the to the, the other niggas. yeah to the other niggas whatever mm. and shit like that. And I'm still and I'm still getting like you know tips on the side or whatever. So like I bro I, I still do whatever I, the hell I want to when it when it comes to that shit. But I they get uh get a uh what I get paid ten dollars more. A whole ten dollars? No, 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 ten dollars more. But I get paid ten. Uh, oh, ten, uh, I was about to say yo, ten dollars now. <laughs> yo, let's <laughs> say shit. Uh, I'm I'm gonna apply. Um, I think I guess just a random tidbit. I heard you say you 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 work like a manager. Hey, all y'all young niggas, if y'all work like managers, make sure you get paid like managers. Right. Um. Yeah, that was one of the biggest things. Like at my last job that I stood by, like they was Oscar. When you wanna close, you wanna open for us every day, Monday through Friday. I was like, "What y'all paying?" They was like, "Uh, we'll give you this." I was like, "Uh, no, it's not enough. It's not enough for me, buddy." I think the fuck not. Like you you think I'm about to come in early mornings and. Leave late nights the fuck? Like, no. Get there at six in the morning to prepare ingredients. Never mind. Alright. <laughs> hey, that, that shit dead as fuck. <laughs> that shit dead as fuck. I don't understand how motherfuckers came in and still doing that shit. Okay. Oh, that's my shit. You like this one? I love outfits. This is what kind of mood I'm in. Today, I don't give a fuck. Say what you want to say. I'm gonna fall back on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in a chill mood today, man. Like, I, I ain't even gonna lie. I tried to, like, find some upbeat shit, and I was like, I'm not feeling that today, so I'm gonna stay right here this mellow shit. Atlanta and everywhere far and wide, if you in your car, if you at work, turn this shit up, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Episode 69.
Yeah, you know that I know. I didn't bump every hole in the wall, y'all. Did you catch that phone call? Most of y'all didn't make it. I got all the time. I got all the time. I got all the time. Slice came in, he went satisfied. Got bent balls and mutant coats. Get y'all a little goodie mob in there. We're going to keep it dungeon, man. But see, I don't fuck with a lot of that. It's weird. It's weird. This nigga wanna be born in Louisiana so bad with all them dingy ass looking niggas. I'm sorry. Listen, man, you love them dingy Louisiana looking niggas, man. Who's the Louisiana? Isn't is is NBA from there? Yeah. For is, real? is Gates from there? Yeah. Who, who else from there that look dirty and dingy? I mean, I don't listen. I, I, I ain't even gonna call names, so I might see them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't listen. I mean, I don't listen to nobody else besides them that's from Louisiana. Like, that taste, that's it? That's your music taste? Like, Jade, come on. What? You gotta this expand. nigga, he, you look at his tweets. You gotta oh, expand. Oh, man. Seven hours without listening to Youngboy. What am I gonna <laughs> do? Get a grip, nigga. That's you exactly. about 25. That's exactly. I don't see why niggas like him like that. I really don't. Bro, I don't see the man. magic that everybody else sees. I don't hear it. You know, I what, I, what I hear, I think what it is, they like, of course, we in this melodic shit, but I think they like melodic niggas that speak real. I understand that. I don't understand, well... Everybody's listening to him now, but Roddy Rich is what y'all are, are, are thinking yeah, about. I like him now. I, I don't like him like that, but I'm starting. It's starting to grow. It, it's growing. It didn't at first. And I think honestly, like, <laughs> fuck it. I'll talk about that later. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the What's in My Bag podcast. It is me, your host Louis B. I'm joined by some friends, none other than Jade. Speak to him, my guy. Yeah. Fuck going on. Kamala, you're like a what is this a fourth or fifth time it could offender? Be the four, I think it's the fourth time. Something like that. Shit. Glad to have you back. Talk to him, my gal. What up? What up? All right. So, uh, how do I want to start this podcast? These today? nuts. No. I'm <laughs> you know that's actually like your little signature. Like I listen to episodes and you these nuts or oh this dick. One I didn't know it was coming and I was like, all right, next topic, next topic. This dick. I said, yo, yo. <laughs> and that's just you know different shit that makes us great <laughs> so uh yeah man episode 69 too, i be playing, playing like random like random podcast i be like bro i did say what like, <laughs> yeah, you say some stupid ass shit but uh yeah something i rarely do what's up to the folks at youtube i'm gonna try to look at y'all niggas for the these little 20 minutes i'm gonna try i'm gonna try my hardest but uh, I, I'm looking at the landscape. I see niggas be looking into the camera and actually mm-hmm. treating that camera like this is a real show. And a lot of times I forget that we do this shit for YouTube. I have so. a question. So why don't you like upload the whole episode? Or do you only record like part of Because that camera can only go in 20 minute increments. Damn. And I don't feel like getting up for every real? 20 minutes to do that. But that so, makes sense. That's okay. Yeah, I get y'all niggas that's 20 okay. minutes and... For all the YouTubers out there, trying to upload a video that's an hour long can be a pain in the ass. Mm. So, yeah, I'll stay away from uploading hour-long videos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do I feel like starting today? I think I will start with a little 
SpongeBob. Oh, I get it. You don't know what day it is. There's a lot of opposite shit going on out here. Wednesday. Why? It's opposite day. You mean you never heard of it? Streets is going crazy, man. Opposite day is the one day of the year when you get to active rat. Normally, I'm stuffy, boring. But today, I'm silly and spontaneous. (laughs) Does everybody know about opposite day? Oh, sure. It's a game. This country is crazy as shit. Yo, let me just give y'all some of the shit that's opposite. So, we talked about Kaepernick doing, uh, we talked about Kaepernick doing a practice so that he could get on a team. So, of course, he's the quarterback. He's throwing a ball to a wide receiver. Of course, we don't know or care who the wide receiver is. You're just there to catch As long as you catch that motherfucker. Yeah, just, just catch it. Would y'all believe that this is actually the nigga that's actually on a football team right now? He's a part of the Washington Redskins. I don't know what his name is, but the wide receiver that caught the passes for Kaepernick is now on a team. Opposite day. That's number one. Wait, huh? They just put him on the team. <laughs> Wait, what? The guy they put on the team after the practice or whatever? The yeah. black guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So fuck the nigga that threw, that threw him the ball. Fuck the nigga that the practice is about. <laughs> but they took the other nigga. We're just going mean, to take the other again, nigga. But then again, he did do that goofy ass shit and it was understandable. It was like... Who did the goofy ass shit? Cap. Like, Stop. Quarter, it, it, I mean, bro, it's just like... Eh. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like... Like, bro, we like we trying to work with you, but you going to do that? Like, like <laughs> bro... Um, let's see what else is going on in opposite day, opposite day, opposite day, George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman Mm. out here. Um, yeah. So you kill a black kid. Uh, he can't do anything for himself. You just shot him because you felt like a threat. The nerve of this motherfucker went through trial, was acquitted of your crime. Because it was indeed a crime. Fuck self-defense. Fuck all that shit that y'all say. Fuck all that shit he feels. So, uh, murder. But my thing is, how, how are you defending yourself against a pack of Skittles in Arizona? Mm-mm-mm. It's ridiculous. And now, opposite day, guys, George Zimmerman has decided to file a $100 million lawsuit against Trayvon Martin's family and persecutors. Are you fucking kidding me? For falsifying information... And uh, what was the other one? Falsifying defamation? information and defamation. Bro, I seen that and couldn't believe like this is like an actual. I thought like this was like some bullshit. I'm just like, bro, hold on, bro. Like, is this is, is this real? Like, like I don't get crazy. what what's false. You shot this nigga, and w- what's false? That's crazy, bro. What I have just... we defamed? You're a piece of shit, and you're still alive. Like, how? <laughs> like, how is he still alive? I, exactly. I, I was just about to say that. It's just like, bro, like, I, I honestly feel as if any, any, any black person who's seen this man walking publicly since that, since that whole thing, bro, let us down, bro. Like, any nigga who's seen this nigga, this nigga walking around publicly, bro, and ain't do shit, bro, you let us down, bro. Take that charge. Mm-mm-mm. And also an opposite day, you know, great niggas out here trying to do great things like, Talking to animals and such. This just in. Brother Nature has gotten jumped. What? <laughs> what? Who or not him? not jumped, because I, I believe jumped to be more than one person. But Brother Nature last night got his ass whooped. By who? 
Uh, I guess he was at a restaurant or something. Oh my god! I'm trying to find this video. Let me see. Let me see. Let but me see, he's see, a nice guy for what? They 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 wanted to fuck him up though. Who would be brother? They just... Oh. Yeah, Damn. they got to him. He got to him. I'll say. But he didn't. I, I'm not gonna say he really got to him. He was fighting like a little pussy. In all honesty. So that was one video. Bro, that shit lame as fuck, bro. Oh, shit. They had another video where they said he came back. Brother Nature came back in the restaurant for more. And he was... <laughs> Brother Nature was on the ground again. Um, so did he, like, just get into it with somebody in the restaurant or something? Yeah, you know. Some well, actually, shit. we don't know. We so... Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we just see the title, but we don't know. What we don't know shit. It. <laughs> and we report on it. I love this podcast with all my heart and soul. But... That's that's bad. <laughs> nah, man, we don't know the specifics of what happened, but I don't know, man. If you know, it's either two ways. He just an hour ago. He said, "I know there's a video out of me uh, getting jumped. Everyone in the PC shop literally just watched with their phones out and did nothing. Oh well, that's really fucked oh, up, bro. Oh, wow, I thought he was gonna try to come back and be like, "Nah, that wasn't me, <laughs> nigga. We see you. We know what you look like now. Like it's you. Like that." Bro, when when you really when you really look at this shit like as a whole, it's like, bro, okay, bro, like when when do we when do you actually like be a human and be like, bro, all right, stop this shit, bro, like I would do it. I mean, yeah, I like to help people. If I see somebody like in trouble or something, nobody else is fucking helping. I'm gonna go help that person. Oh, come no, on, because I just love helping people. I Matter really fact, do. If no, I see like, somebody you, that needs some fucking help, I'm gonna go help them. You, you, you like, you, yeah, yeah, you brought up a, a good point because last, like, last night, like, I and I actually felt bad that I actually didn't do anything, but I, I had expectation that this lady was gonna be a fucking adult. But so like, <laughs> expectations <laughs> on people, bruh. That's funny, bruh. As shit. Oh my god. So as I'm like, as I'm uh, as I'm chilling last night eating um eating my pizza or whatever. There's these like there's these uh girl group of girls or whatever. I don't think they're part of like a little cheer like cheer team or whatever, some shit like that. I think it was like eight of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they cheer coach had like you know walked off to go get go get something to drink, get something to eat, or whatever the fuck or whatever. Like she just wasn't there. So these little motherfuckers got them in the middle of the airport now in the, the food court and shit. Mm-hmm. Like they loud doing cartwheels and backflips and shit. And I'm just like, bro, like we all just looking at them like, bro, oh, like, like chill out, like what the fuck is y'all doing? But like, because like the area was clearly not like not the area to do that shit. Yeah. So the gen- the the lady, the janitor lady, she was like, "Hey, can y'all like you know calm down, keep it down, <laughs> calm down or whatever and stuff like that." She told him at least three times. Third time I was like, "Hey, for real, now where's like where's our guardian? Like you know, con- like calm it down. Like you know, I'm going I'm gonna have to tell you know tell tell whoever watching y'all or whatever." Yeah. So one of the little girls end up um like end up getting getting a coach or whatever she was like this janitor lady uh over here t- t- you know telling us to shut up and all that type of stuff and i'm like hold on bro so i cuz i'm i'm here i'm hearing her as she say that i'm like hold on bro like that's that's not that's not what happened at all like what the manager fuck? day stepping so, in so so the lady the lady the lady coming around coming around the corner and t- uh starts talking to the old lady like uh, excuse me. You telling these you telling these little girls to shut up? Like, what what is wrong with you? You don't you don't talk to these little girls like that. So I'm like, so I, I'm I still ain't say anything. I'm just like, all right. She's like, she's gonna ask. She's gonna ask. All right, what what happened or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't ask that shit at all. Like, she just still like you know talking talking to this old lady. This this lady is like pretty much old enough to probably be her grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just like, bruh. Like what the fuck? You don't sit there and talk to that lady like that, and then you don't even you don't even ask like, all right, what happened as a whole? You just sit there and li- only only just heard her, her what she had what she had to say or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that was some like that was some bullshit. 
So then, like, she, the, la- the lady walking off or whatever, and she's still, still going off on the lady, bro. I was like, okay, bro, like, the situation is done or whatever. But, like, that that shit made me feel bad because, like, I, I, I let that shit play out. Because I, I, I genuinely expected, like, okay, this lady's going to be, you know, an adult about the situation. And, like, you know what I said? Like, they ask, like, what actually happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, just to see. But she, she did not do that shit at all. I think when put in certain situations, only about 40% of people actually act like adults. <laughs> but that's another story for but that another shit, day. That shit, was, that shit was sad as fuck, bro. I, f- I felt bad. Mm. I really felt bad because it was like, bro, like that, that was fucked up. Like those little girls knew exactly what the fuck they was doing. Because wow. she was going to, because the lady, because the lady was going to tell, was going to tell the, uh, the going to tell their coach or whatever as soon as she came around the corner. Mm. But the little girl just jumped ahead of him. It's like, oh, fuck that. Hey, this lady just told us to shut up. Hmm. All right, bro. And uh, I guess to wrap up this opposite day thing, if y'all noticed, the last two places I talked about, oh, didn't even mention it. It was in Miami that Brother Nature got beat up. So if we think about Zimmerman, that's Florida. If we think about Brother Nature getting beat up, it was in Florida. And to end our opposite day... I'm just kind of confused as to what uh, officers actually learn in training because uh, y'all familiar with the situation that happened with the folks that stole the uh, UPS truck? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, in the middle of rush hour, yeah, we're just gonna, we're we're gonna hunt this UPS truck down with the drivers and uh, hostage. How many, was it like two hostages or one hostage? All I know is like two people that actually did the crime and it was like other people in there that had shit to do with shit. Mm-hmm. Bad place, bad time, bad situation. Right. All, all fucked up. So instead of like learning the shit that you're supposed to learn, which is like securing the area, making sure right. that, you know, if you know, we're, the first thing is to get this UPS truck to stop. We're not going to like shoot at it we're not gonna do this in open rush hour tire fight yeah we're not we're not yeah shoot a tire right. <laughs> something like that yeah right. we're not we're not gonna do anything like that we're just gonna go they, for you in full rush hour and start car. shooting in but front they of people they didn't they haven't said all the details of exactly what happened they didn't say if, like mm-hmm. the people in the car that the hot the what, who was it like the two people that took over the UPS truck or whatever, mm-hmm. they didn't say if they started shooting at them first while they were mm-hmm. driving, so they had to shoot back. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't say if the um, the guy shot the guy while he was in the truck or the cops shot the guy ended up killing him. So we don't mm-hmm. know who shot the guy, the UPS driver, that led to him dying. Right. So they didn't say all that yet. They just said that the cops were shooting, the dudes were shooting, and everybody died. Well, the driver, the two guys, and then the guy that was just on the road in his car or something. Yeah. He I don't know. Either he way, was, it wasn't set up correctly. Right. They didn't like try protocol to make sure people was safe. Protocol wasn't done correctly. Right. <laughs> and then they showed them niggas, the cops hiding behind people's cars. Like what? That you didn't tell them, <laughs> hey, get down. Hey, yeah. just, nah, we just gonna shoot. That's that's horrible. That's really I mean, horrible. let's be real. What do y'all expect from three months of training? Like, that's... 
And in Florida. What is the biggest thing out of everything Florida? Where shit is fucking off completely. <laughs> Everybody's fucking slow. I hate Florida niggas. And I say this all the time. Everybody in Florida, there's something wrong with you. You're a little off. I'm sorry if you're from Florida and you're in Atlanta it's listening just... to this. Hey, man, but we love you every, too. But fuck it. Y'all, every y'all Florida weird. nigga is the off. The birth of bath sauce. Let's not forget that. Like, the birth of right. y'all, y'all remember? You remember that? When motherfuckers was eating bath sauce, like, eating bath sauce and shit like that, turning into zombies and shit. Yeah. It came straight out of Florida. Florida, Florida straight, straight out of Florida, bro. <laughs> like, like I don't understand. But like, you know, I think I think what's the best thing about Florida niggas being so weird is that we make weird. it known to the point where they're not even offended anymore. Like you know, y'all niggas is weird. You know that y'all are built differently, and y'all know it's the water. Yeah, it's the water. water. Something in the water. So, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Opposite days, a know, bitch. It's just, it's, just some, it's just something about having gators in your backyard normal to them. Like, bro, that's... That's just awful. But see, bit. niggas from Louisiana d- handle it just fine. I don't get it. Nah, but they they, they still a different breed of niggas too over in Louisiana. I ain't gonna cap to you. <laughs> but the, the thing I love about New Orleans is that they're, like you said, they're literally their own, like, I feel like we have 50 states and they're the most unique state because they just do their own thing. Right. Maybe it's just food. They're very like culture. cultured in culture. that oh, yeah. yeah. But I've never been there before. I want to go to New Orleans for real. One thing about the New Orleans niggas, they, they, they come up different. They come up much different. And I, I guess nigga, they live can, in a war zone, nigga, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you don't realize that. Like I took a visit, when was this, like 2016. I took a visit down there and I was like, hmm, Okay, decent place to visit if you stay over here. Bourbon Street is cool if you only stay there. Because if you leave that area, you you're kind of in some bullshit. I think the weekend I actually went out there, uh, Toya's brother was shot and killed. Yeah. So that was kind of like, whoa, uh, yeah. And then them niggas like hanging around them, like being just in New Orleans niggas' presences, like went to, uh, uh, you know Maurice. Yeah, went to his folks' house and just seeing how they folks interact and shit. Like we we was just kicking and fool, just chilling. And I noticed I was like I noticed somebody was drinking, and I'm looking. I'm like, how old is this person? So then I forgot how it happened, but casual conversation was just going through and going and going. And I found out that she was like 18. I was like, well, I don't really know if we do that here in Georgia, but. You know, these parents really just let them do what the fuck they want to do for the most part. Like, they smoking weed, drinking, you know, 18, 17, before yeah. graduation. And it's norm. Like, them niggas, like, when they party, they party all fucking night. Our shit closes at 3. I got tired around 3. And they was like, where you going? We just getting started. I said, oh, no, no, we're not. <laughs> My night is ending. <laughs> My night is ending. But... We just went off on a tangent with that shit. How was y'all weeks, man? How was your weeks? Bruh. Give me the good stuff. Good. Same old. I mean, bruh. It, it, really, it really is. He's going to be so like, tired. He's going to be like, Oscar, stop asking me this fucking question every fucking week. I mean, bruh. Let's get to the topic. I mean, we are normal humans right. with boring lives and regular damn jobs. What you want to do? What you want? Like, bruh, I, I hit up the yacht this week. You Only know what I'm saying? Only something special like, happens every once in a while. Like, shit. I just, I just, I just came on this helicopter ride two days ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was cool. Like, Listen, man. Y'all talking that shit. But that that's going to be the kind of stories that we'll have to tell 
when this podcast, notice I said when, when this podcast shit take off, yeah, hey, niggas gonna get paid to talk. I, that's that's my dream. That's my goal. Yeah. So whatever I gotta do to get there, we gonna get that shit. You gonna get there too. We gonna get that shit. Um, yes, my week has been a little. Uh, my week's been sad. Mm-hmm. My week's been very sad. Um, my grandmother passed Monday. Oh no. Yeah, and it was a uh, it was a situation where um you know she's been a little sick for for a few months and it kind of you know it's one of them situations where it progressively gets worse um grandparents are supposed to be immortal Mm. i often feel like like everybody's backbone in their family is their grandma like she's the glue that holds the family together once grandma gone your family is pure shit or if your grandma gone and your your family is great, that means, you know, that just shows the impact that she left. But um, I guess I, I just say all of that to say, um, I say this every time somebody passes, but life is meaningful. Um, life is precious. Enjoy that shit because mm-hmm. the only thing that we all are guaranteed is death. I promise you that. Like, no, no, none of us can run from it. None of us can hide from it. We got to accept the fact that it's a part of life. Um, and I'm, Monday was, Monday, she passed Monday night. So Tuesday was a very hard day. Probably one of the hardest days of my life. Never knew how much I could actually cry. But yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of those. And, um... I don't know, like, the rest of the week was kind of like, you know, as you look at, like, the different stages of of grieving, you start to just, I'm always the type that I can see shit from the outside looking in, so I could see myself dealing with the anger aspect, just being mad, just like, man, come on, you gotta be kidding me, I could see myself being in, like, the disbelief stage, like, nah, this this really ain't happened yet, you know. This this ain't real. Then you start to get to like the acceptance, and then you're kind of like, ah, today was a better day. And then you start to think, you know, one of the biggest things I thought about my grandma, and it, it it's one of the biggest uh, reasons why I have peace in my heart now, is because she literally lived her life um, for two things, and she lived by those two things to the day she died and those two things were one first thing being god everything she would say in jesus name would follow it like you you came when you came over you ever seen my grandma at the apartment yeah 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 yeah, yeah. She was twice. always in jesus name in jesus name jesus this jesus that mm-hmm. and the second thing she lived for was her kids so literally every move she made in her life was focused on God and her kids. And to some, her life may have been hard. She was a single mother trying to raise four little kids and all that shit. But she was at peace when she went. Oh man, she was at peace. And I think that that's something that really like, that's, that's the biggest thing for me that keeps me going now is that um, knowing that she's in a much better place, you know, I told you my uncle passed last year, so you know she gets to see her son. She gets to see her two sons now, and you know I just feel like 
don't know, man. Every time somebody goes, I look at this shit differently and I just take a step back and I'm like, so what is this life thing exactly? And what are we doing? And how do you do it right? And how are you supposed to move? And when your loved one leaves, how are you supposed to move after that? Because I did Tuesday, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do without you. I don't know where I'm I, like, I just walked outside and I was like, I don't know what to do today. Am I supposed to go to work? Am I supposed to just sit here? Am I supposed to get in the car and just drive until I can't drive anymore? I didn't know what to do. So Tuesday really consisted of me just, just sitting. I was just sitting, reflecting, crying, but I found that peace. And I think, you know, like I was saying with the different stages of grieving, it's interesting to see how different people's stages of grieving, everybody's process of grieving is different. Like for some people, it can take a week. For some people, it can take a month. For some folks, it can take years. For some folks, they ain't ever going to finish that process. And I don't know, I just thought about that. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy that my uh, grandmother's in a better place. Um, rest in peace to you, Miss Jenny. I love you so much. I love you so much. And I know that you're watching me. I know that you're watching the moves I make. I know that you approve of everything that I do. And everything that I do in this life is literally for you. So until we meet again, um, I love you, Miss Jenny. Uh, do y'all have any? <coughs> Shit, I had to get that cough off. Do y'all have any, um, I guess we'll be sad for a second, but sometimes it can kind of, it can kind of make you feel better. Do y'all have any like stories of, of, of lost ones and how you, how, how you dealt with lost ones? Fuck, bro. Yeah, man. Man. Uh, you got a napkin? Yeah, my nose is I don't running. think it was one of those. But yeah, um. Yeah, I do not do, but hold up. Yeah, any. No, they're in a car. Okay. Any kind of. Yeah, all right, so. I've never like I've I've never really dealt with like I've never really dealt with death like of like a family member or a friend until like almost about two two years ago because mm-hmm. that's when my that's when my friend Cor like Corey had passed or whatever and when that shit had happened that bro like bro I swear, it felt like Superman threw a fucking eighteen wheeler at my damn chest bro like that shit bro that shit broke me down because. Like I've never I like I've always like I've always seen like you know stories of like or heard other people like you know you know them losing like you know their friend or something like that losing like losing their partners and shit. Yeah. But like I I never but I was never like I was also never the one to think like that 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 would never happen to me. I was just I was just, I always thought like like damn like you know that's fucked up you know I I I can really couldn't imagine you know that could happen to me you know what I'm saying. But I never thought like, oh, that that would never happen to me until like, but like that shit actually did, like, cause like, cause I I remember like I remember the phone call like it was yesterday, like matter I was just getting like just getting off Jimmy John's, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, um, going to Five Points, my partner Balaji called me, and I was and the way when he had called me, I thought like you know he was laughing, so I was getting ready to laugh, and and I hear I hear him like you know sniffing his nose or whatever, and I was like, all right, hold on, like what, what's going on? He was just like, man, like Corey, uh, Corey gone, like you know, he he passed this morning. I'm just like, bro, like, mm. fuck is you talking about, bro? It's like, stop playing. Like, I know he's not playing, but I'm just like, bro, like, right. stop playing. Like, 
the fuck is you talking about, bro? That's always a a weird phone call. I remember Monday when she called me. My mom called me. I was sitting right there playing the game, just happy. And she called and she was like, she's gone. And I said, huh? Wait, what? Say that again? She's gone. What you mean? No, sh- Who? What you mean? Knew exactly who she was talking about, but go ahead. It, yeah. It's, it's weird, man. That's, hey, that's crazy. He was just like, he was just like, yeah, bro. Like, he, he, like, you know, he, he passed his morning, you know. I'm like, bro, like, stop, stop, like, stop, stop playing with me right now, bro. Like, what the fuck, like, what the fuck you mean, bro? Like, cause we, like, we was just, like, we was just talking to him, you know what I'm saying? I was like, we was, I was just smoking with this nigga, like, you know, months prior, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, bro, like, what the fuck? But yeah, bro. Like so, like when that when that happened, like that, I think that was by like that was really like the first like death that has really like affected me human wise. Cause like, I like I said that like the death that has affected me was like uh, that has really affected me the first time was like my first pet Max or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing that really that really fucked me up dealing with, dealing with death. But when it actually comes like the actual like somebody that I know and called my brother for real, like this was a part of like our our group circle, our group chat, yeah. like nigga one of the actual funniest niggas in the group, yeah. and like bro, like you're gone now, bro, like and like it still be days where like I'm playing the game and then like I like I just hope to see like oh you should just logged online mm-hmm. like stuff like that, like it like it's still, it be certain days I be like damn bro, like shit be crazy as fuck, like. But yeah, bro. Like, it it should be hard to think about sometimes, bro. Yeah. What about you, Camila? No, I haven't. Well, I have lost people like in my family, but I haven't. They were never people I was close with, okay. so I haven't experienced death in that way where it was somebody really close to me. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I try not to think about too much because I don't know how it's gonna be when it happens. Yeah. To me, but I know it's something we all gotta experience. All of us, everybody. On this earth is gonna lose somebody, yeah. Somebody that they care about, and it's hard. But I just haven't, I guess, been through it yet to know what it feels like. Understandable. Yeah. Um, I guess. The but everybody- but wait, What's before. Up? But yeah. I thank you guys for sharing your story. <laughs> for real, I feel like like I'm at kind of slick at work listening to. Oh, we gonna get into your work. We're gonna get stuff. into your line of work. I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, oh gosh. But. <laughs> Yeah, man. I just want to make sure that everybody, you know, uh, listening to the sound of my voice can just, if if you don't take anything from this podcast, man, I preach this shit all the time. Live your life. Do what the fuck makes you happy. Don't care what other people think about what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. Keep you. How how can I put this? Because you never know which order to put it in. I want to say keep God first. And then keep yourself second and keep keep your family third and keep everything else. Like, if it don't matter, if it ain't. Whatever your fucking preference. (laughs) Just live. Live. I think that's the biggest thing. Just live. Mm -hmm. Because you only get one chance to do it, man. So nights nights that you go to sleep sad, why? Why? Live. Keep living. Do your thing. Because when it's done, it's done. So to get off the sad shit, man, you already know. You already know we coming through with uh, happy music. Happy Switch, music. It Switch it up. Switch it up. Switch it up. Switch it up. <laughs> hey. Episode 69. Feeling fine. All the damn time. Hey.
only had the song playing for a full 24 hours I on know, YouTube. I know, and it was so fucking annoying that I didn't take the time to listen to the rest of the song. I just knew the hook. <laughs> that was all I knew. I ain't gonna cap to you. Around I didn't want to hear the other around the, time, around the time they was playing this song 24-7, I was happy as fuck they played this shit. Because I was at, it was, bro, that was the time of my life. I was like, bro, like. Not all the way there. So like every time I heard this shit, I was like, "Bro, I need this shit." You know what I'm saying? Like, you in a good mood. It's a, it's a very cute song. <laughs> like, very cute song. But um, I guess let me see, let me see, let me see. In stupid news to keep y'all niggas laughing, have y'all seen this rendition of Keisha Cole's? Yeah. Bro, OT Genesis. Like, I really hope he wasn't like dead ass. Like. Something like that. <laughs> How do you fuck up something as good as that? Yo, the oh race to make the craziest content is at an all-time high right now, and I hope that everyone understands this. Can can we at least acknowledge the fact that us as a people put out the best content? We are content. We are content. Um, we are the world. The fuck. That, that's, that, that is actually a very. <laughs> That's actually a hard statement. Might be the episode name of the episode. Ooh, we, we are content. content. We are black people are content. Colored people are content. We literally set colored the content. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> we literally set every trend that niggas fall behind. Hip hop is the number one genre right now. And that's us. That's all us. Ain't got shit to do with y'all. Y'all can take it. Y'all can flip it how y'all want to do it. Y'all could be white, have your little braids Bruh, you know, and all you, that you, shit. You, you do know what's crazy? You know, you know what's crazy? Like, everything that we come up with, like, they'll take, but they'll eventually fuck it up to where, like, it's still even bland. So, like, that's why, that's why they need us because they know, like, mm. this shit's not going to last too long because it's like, bro, they don't even fuck with their own shit like that. You know what I'm like, They know, bro. They know. Yeah. It's only so much a uh, just a city boy, <laughs> born and raised in South Detroit. Oh. That, that you will want to hear. Now I'm not gonna lie. As a music head, that song oh is a my. fucking classic. It's hard. I'm sorry, but music is in a different place right now, and that is because of us. And we are thankful, boy. And shit, y'all ain't gonna say it, but y'all thankful too. All the males scoops, yeah. y'all thankful as fuck, because y'all tiger. making money off of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what you say? Nah, I had a tiger. Man, oh, listen, they, they pushed some really funny shit back then. But, hey, um, oh, God. Yes, bro. I was reading something. I guess we'll get into a good little spill on our futures. Um, oh, she know how to work a VHS tape? Hey, no, mm. bro. There's, bro. There's this girl at, at my uh, at my job, bro. This girl is nineteen, bro. She's born in two thousand, bro. This girl, mm. 
Hey man, get used to it. Fuck it, bruh. It's only getting worse from here. Yo, niggas bruh. about to be born in 01. 2000, bruh. So I was like, look, I was like, I was the audacity. We have to say that shit. I was, was genuinely, five minutes, I was five genuinely just, I was genuinely like just messing with her or whatever or some shit like that. Cause like we was talking about like, like older shows or whatever or some mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever or some shit like that. I was like, shut up. Yo, I don't even know what the hell rocket power is or whatever. Just messing with her age or whatever. She's like, she was like, I do know what rocket power is. I was like, what is it? She's like, it's all about rockets. That's You're clearly fucking wrong. And the like, power they have. It's a show about rockets. Uh, What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Honestly, if you want to put some shit into perspective, play this song. Around somebody that was born in 2000. Another one. Ask them where the sample's from. They're not gonna know. They're gonna say what sample. We the best. I thought this was an original. Jesus Christ. I don't know if you could tag it. <laughs> but anyway, back to this conversation. So I was just running through Twitter and I happened to see some shit that I said, you know what? I think this will spark a good conversation for us. We're all gonna be in it soon, so we might as well try to figure out what the fuck we're gonna be in. Shawty says, and what? If I go 50-50 with my man on everything, I might as well just be alone. That's like having a roommate, Here but we, we fucking. I can't. I can't. So, what she's speaking of, of course, is, you know, moving in with your significant other and mm-hmm. going Dutch on... All of the bills, rent, utilities, cable. Well, that's a utility. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just all that yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> How do y'all feel about this? Do y'all feel like I love yeah, talking about this shit? I like because... women. I like hearing women's <laughs> perspectives from this. Because I feel like I am one of those females. That is an independent female. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind paying for something all by myself. But if I'm living, if I'm moving with my partner, whoever, mm-hmm. and I feel like we should split it equally or maybe we have some bills that are just for us to pay or just for me to pay and then he has the ones that are just for him to pay Mm -hmm. but either way we're gonna split it in some way i don't feel like a person should rely but it depends on like your situation so maybe like that female or the male maybe they don't have a job Mm -hmm. so it's a little different or maybe they don't have a high paying job so they need the person with that's the breadwinner to bring in or pay most of the bills and stuff so that's understandable but there are some females who feel like who have jobs (laughs) who feel like their partner should pay for everything and Mm. i feel like that is so wrong like that's too much pressure on that man or whoever to just be paying everything in the house and you don't do nothing i mean you clean or whatever you do and you be like the housewife and that's cute but that's just not fair so i'm one of those people who feels like if i do move in with whoever it is we're gonna split it yeah because like we both have a fucking job why not just split the shit that's good. But I do understand that some people who view differently, who feel like their man should be the one that's paying for everything. The provider. Every trip, every fucking date being the provider. And I'm like, it's not the like provider. that. provider. That's just putting like hella pressure on a man. And, and that's I, not fair. I completely, I completely saw with Camilla because of the fact like, and I, 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 I look at it like this. Okay, back then, cool. You know what I'm saying? Because you got, you also got to look at like the economy and how it was and then how like, if you don't break it down, I will. So keep going. Yeah, Let's so like you know, like how, how the economy, uh, how the economy was back then, and then how like you know, ni- like niggas was actually the actual 
breadwinners and all that type of stuff. So like, and then it was they actually also had it easier as well. So where like, nigga, you could leave out of leave out of college and just get get you get you a home and all that mm-hmm. other type of shit straight up. But uh, but besides nigga, the fact you could leave out of high school and have a house, nigga, exactly, was different. exactly. Was different. So but like so but Everything exactly so different. like so exactly so like but but then again it's not like it back then is like so completely from today because. Mm-hmm. Today, nigga, you have all these types of opportunities and jobs to you know make money. Everybody's literally able to like take care of themselves in some way, shape, or form. Then yeah. compared to like back then, like okay, niggas was the actual provider. The niggas actually had to go to like these warehouses and right, all these other type times. of shit to do yeah. like do the actual heavy, heavy lifting and shit right. like that. Cause it, like, and women what, didn't get all that shit. Right, what, like, what, work how, like that. Exactly. How many exactly? How many jobs? How many jobs was there for women back then? Right. Exactly. So like, so that type of logic is understandable. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. understandable and shit like that. But now, like, bro, I feel as if, like, bro, if you're an able person, just like I am, bro, why the fuck am I sitting here? Like, exactly. no, bro, you're not about you're not like, about to put that finan- that financial pressure on me right, get to pay to pay for this, that, and the third, and yet you stacking up all your coins for what? To shop, get right, and not not <laughs> even that, shop? not even that. Let me get a hundred dollars and get my nails done, uh-uh. bitch. You just got paid. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, hey listen, man. Right, but, that's not fair. That's like not God fair forbid if I don't have it. The fuck, you know what I'm it's saying? Not like, fair. but like that shit, that shit, that shit not cool. You know what I'm saying? Now, like, but also like you know, situational. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if like you know, if y'all if y'all have an agreement or understanding to where like. I'm gonna pay this these bills. You are gonna pay those bills? Okay, cool. But as far as like motherfuckers, like you know, like motherfuckers out here looking for a provider or mm-hmm. this a motherfucker provider. got this motherfucker mm-hmm. gotta do this do this shit. This right, no, no. Uh, we're right. No. We're we're in a day and age where no. like everybody could do shit them fucking selves. Yes, like like this podcast, we're doing this shit ourselves. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, like you could do this shit your fucking self. Right. It's so many, so much opportunity and so many much more ways to make money. You could do this shit yourself. There's no reason why no, you should be asking lazy. me bitches for forty dollars. This nigga was bitches is lazy today. and they don't want to get out their ass. And then it depends on how you were raised. So if you are a female that is raised by a mother who had a husband that was the provider, maybe she taught her daughter that your man is supposed to be the one that pays all these bills because that's what they're used to. Maybe her mother and her grandmother, maybe that's what they were used to. So they passed that shit down. So maybe she believes now that I have to get a man that does the same thing that I saw in my house. Honestly, I'm glad glad Jade brought up economy. Because mm-hmm. honestly, when I read that post, I said, now I'm not mad at the way she thinks, but I'm not sure if it's practical in 2019. Nigga, do you know how much rent is alone? Listen, everybody, alone? everybody was doing decade challenges and showing us how ugly they look 10 years ago versus how they're looking going into the new decade, which is perfectly fine. However... I was I was kind of looking for somebody to to hit the nail home and put up some shit like rent from ten years ago versus rent now. Mm. At the apartments we used to stay at, I, I literally watched it change because we stayed there I think like nine years. So I watched rent when we moved in. Rent was probably a good oh boy, rent was probably a good eight hundred. For 2010, okay, because early on, shit, if we really want to go back about five more years from 2010, we looking at rent that was probably like $600 a month for a two-betty. 
so now looking at it being like 800 when we first moved in so when we moved out them niggas was asking for 1100 about 1200 and the only thing like all of this everything is going up but salaries salaries for the same jobs have stayed consistent for the past 10 years like nothing has gone up except for expenses rent we're looking at $1,200 rent now on average in Atlanta, 11 to $1,200 per month for rent. This Plus is an apartment. Utilities. This is an apartment. apartment. Apartment, not a house. Something, a mortgage. This is an apartment, which I don't know. We going to have a, a, a talk about millennials and just how we fit in with society too because society is way harder for us and I don't think... Right. You know, I'm not sure if our parents even quite understand They it. don't fucking understand. Let, oh, I'm so I happy you brought that up. <laughs> I don't, do I don't think they understand. quite understand it. Some Mm-mm. do, but we'll, we'll get to that. Getting back on this, um, I looked at, just looking at how much rent is, and you, you go, fuck, I need, I need help. It's like now, if you're living in Atlanta, to have an apartment on your own, if you don't have a stellar job, and I mean a stellar job where you're pulling in at least 40, 50K to start, like, you need a roommate, dog. And what's hard with a nigga like me, I don't really want a roommate. Like, I want to live on my own, but I don't want a roommate because I'm so steadfast in my solitude like, if I'm not living with my girl, I don't want to live with nobody. I'm cool on my own. All right, then you got to worry about goddamn how loud your music is when you getting ready in the morning and shit. <laughs> right. Right, like, bro. Come on, dog. But back to the point, like, I, I just, I, her thinking isn't practical for 2019. I feel like there should be not, maybe not equal, but like Kamala said, like, maybe your nigga can pay the rent. Nigga, that's equal to nobody like, can pay utilities. Equal right like, it might not be sp- specifically 50-50, but, mm-hmm. you know, to a nigga, if he paying the rent and holding that down and shawty hold down, like, two of the utility bills, he's going to be more than happy. He's not going to complain. He's going to chill because you know that you got a shawty that's at least doing her part and not making you feel like... Uh, now nah, it's nothing wrong with being a provider i think every nigga at the end of the day would love to just drop bands on everything for his girl and mm-hmm. not have her work and not have her do shit but in this day and age it ain't realistic at least go to work for 20 hours do a week something. baby like i need you to do <laughs> right? something do i need something. you to get something for me like please something. help this household because you talking about having kids that's another expense come on let's just be real mm. and i'm working on a 24k job like come on the shit that that really don't like i don't i don't understand is like how like especially like the old like the older generation or whatever like they don't like they don't like they don't let they don't understand how like how easy it was for them and how hard it is because like bro like y'all like they could like you said fresh (laughs) fresh out of high school have your own house, nigga. Mm-hmm. That was my father. My father high school to high house, school, nigga. House you know what I'm saying? Car. But like, I was working at Advanced Auto Parts, and they tell it. They, they say shit like, "Man, when I was your age, I had this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? 
Nigga, I love that. I love that conversation. Nigga, and, like, and then uh, when you was, when you, also when you was my age, gas was this price too. <laughs> like <laughs> the fuck is you was talking about? Like, bro, like gas you know, wasn't running three dollars, right, bro? Like, so that, so, so, if, so with like with with that, with that being said, just that, like, just that alone, bro. Like, if if gas, if gas was this price, was a certain price when you was when, when you was my age. And you expect you expect my life to be easier with even just gas being high as it is now, like, bro, just something as simple as that, like, bro, come Job on. Job that bro. you was working back then still pays the same today, maybe a thousand more, but divide that by twelve, that ain't shit. <laughs> like, bro, like, how do y'all, like, how y'all sit, how, how can y'all sit there and be like, man, y'all just y'all just sitting there lazy and all this, sitting on y'all like when I was doing this, when I was your age, I did it. Okay, yeah, because y'all had it fucking easy, like, bro, no, bro, like. Nigga, we have a we had to have a roommate. Y'all had a house. Mm-hmm. I will ask this question as far as like parents and shit go. Um, one thing I'm so thankful for with my mom, and I I really thought that she would have been that type, but I guess single moms always kind of love their baby boys. So <laughs> I, I always thought that my mom like once <laughs> I always thought she was gonna kick me out and be anxious to kick me out and be ready to kick me out and jesus christ like i I just thought that that was gonna happen but more and more like i'm kind of getting the vibe that my mom kind of don't want me to get out this motherfucker (laughs) this is not the way this is gonna go i'm not comfortable here so i'm gonna do better and i'm gonna get out of here trust me i am but i I guess i want to ask y'all do y'all have parents that kind of they might not tell you straight up, mm-hmm. I want you out of here now, but they kind of hint towards like, uh, yes, you nigga. still here. Yes. <laughs> yes. That See, is currently my life. Okay. Uh, and they be saying this shit, and kids, when we went off to college, some shit y'all ain't never did. You got <laughs> degrees. <laughs> oh, bro, I got the, yeah, right, bro, right. The nerve of you to got the bitch. We got it in you. We got degrees. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? We got degrees, shit y'all ain't never had. something else. And and, and then we got all of this, and we still got the same job that y'all got, and y'all are mad with us. Right. Y'all don't see the economy. Y'all don't see what the fuck is going on out here. We are hurting as millennials. We can't do shit. We are stuck. And it is because the government has put it this way. I can guarantee. It's true, See, I'm thinking. I'm thinking, because... When my dad tells me, yo, man, I had a high school. I had a house and a car. Were they really doing adequate credit checks? Were they doing anything? It was different. Like, how how different was shit? The way that they do shit now is totally different. The way they made it it seem like back then, it's like, oh, you can just go straight to the family dollar. Like, oh, I want that house, and I'm going to pick out that car, and we chilling. Like, nigga. What? Like no, bro, no. <laughs> like, bro, this shit it's is crazy out here, bro. That is, it's but hard. That, that's one thing I will say that I do appreciate about my mom is that she. I think as I get older and as I like try to, I honestly I don't even have to explain a lot of this shit to her. I think it's a mixture of her just seeing what's going on out here mm-hmm. and seeing honestly, parents might be starting to see how how hard it is for them nowadays. Cause I mean, they salaries ain't changed, and right. everything is going up as well. So it's only a matter of time before you see that shit happening in you that you think, "Huh, what can my child that's trying to come up in this bullshit? 
How are they handling this? I'm glad your mama is understanding because Melvin, <laughs> my damn dad, is not. <laughs> He's not. So I have to be with him. And I hate that shit. Like, that's where I'm at right now. I'm looking for apartments. And I was just telling him how I'm looking for apartments and I need a roommate. Yeah. So need, I'm need. putting myself in a very not want in a situation that I don't want to be in. Right. Not really. Then but you, you end up in because I need it with a nigga that you don't want to live with. Because I just need to get out the house because I'm being rushed to get out the house. And it's crazy, like coming from school since I was in school and I went to um, undergrad and I went straight to grad school and I stayed in Valdosta and I was there for like a year afterwards and I had my own spot. I was used to having my own spot, but then I realized that it's time for me to come home yeah. and it's not that easy to find an apartment here. It's yeah. cheaper in Valdosta, Georgia, <laughs> but when you get back <laughs> to Atlanta, it was cheap. Well, I stayed in like one of the fancier ones, so it was only like eight sixty for like a really cute apartment that came with a washer and dryer and everything. Bedroom? So it was real cute, and it was a one bedroom. Okay. So when I was looking for places here for a one bedroom, I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" So I knew, <laughs> and I was heartbroken because I knew I had to live with one of my parents when I came back. Yeah. So that's where I'm at now. I'm at my dad's house, I and I was like heartbroken because so I did not want to move just, back with my parents because my parents today. are not understanding. Like, They're those parents bro, that don't give bro, a fuck I, about. Bro their child's sanity they don't give a fuck about the, seeing their child trying to try to like, live in this go, hard like, ass world do don't give shit. a fuck like go out here and do that shit. right you like, have to do that shit you have to get it done and when you come back you have to have your own place like that's not realistic so now i'm being rushed out the fucking house to get an apartment that's gonna cost hella money so it's like i don't have time to just like save more than i want to to make sure that i'm stable enough to get out there Mm -hmm. I'm being like, rushed by some parents that don't fucking understand like, that it's hard. It's like, different from when they were fucking children. It's not yeah. as easy as it was when you were my age back in whatever it was. Without right. a it's degree. not the same fucking thing. Right. Because that's, so, like, that's like motherfuckers been like, well, shit, I had to figure it out. You do this shit. Right. That's like, bro, I hate what? That. Like, like, I hate that shit. It's like, not that fucking simple to just figure shit out. And exactly. I wish I had parents that understood that shit. It's not that easy to just figure this shit out. Exactly. So you are fucking fortunate to have a mother shit. that fucking understands that you are trying to work on some shit. Yeah, give her a hug, <laughs> man. Give her a good one. My God. I hope her parents hear this. <laughs> like, hey, mom, uh, dad, fuck her. check this out. Fuck her. I love my dad, but fuck my mom. <laughs> oh, man. My bad. I was passionate as fuck. Man, man, fuck the motherfuckers that don't understand. It's either this way or the highway, man. Fuck all the shit. Shut up. I can't deal. No, for real. That shit get me mad as fuck when I talk about it. <laughs> mad as fuck. I want to fight everybody. Cause like, like, that, shit is, like, that shit is aggravating as fuck. Like, like, don't sit there and be like, well, shit, I figured it out. You got too well. Right. I mean, like, if you figured it out, why won't you at least help me to fuck? Like, that shit is dumb as hell. Like, I got the answers, but shit, you got to figure it out because I had to find out my damn my damn self. Like, right. Like, help, like, the white how, folks. How, how dumb, how dumb is that? Like, and that's honestly going back to Miss Jenny. Oh, I love her. As a parent, you should feel as though when you leave this earth, that you have said before on this podcast, that you have prepared your children for life without you mm -hmm. in all aspects. I mean, teaching them everything that they need to know, credit, mm -hmm. mortgages, second mortgages, loans, all of this shit that society fails to teach us, but will easily throw in our face to say, hey, <laughs> go get this car. And we're not going to tell you that we're going to charge you more that the car is uh, worth. And we're just going to say that that's like interest and shit. 
and you're gonna pay thirty thousand on an eighteen thousand dollar car. Hey, just go right. do it. Come and on, that's, loans. And that's one thing. That's one thing I was about crazy. to say. Cause like my mom, like my mom wasn't the type of wasn't the type of person that was like, all right, well, when you getting up out of here, she was more so the type of person like. All right, well, you need to know this. So about time you leave here, uh-huh. yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So because like, because she like she un- like my mom gets it. She understands. She like she knows like all right, well shit. Like I didn't have nobody. I didn't have nobody to tell me this or teach me this. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm gonna tell. I'm at least tell my kids or whoever or whoever motherfucking other kids. You know, because at the end of the day, can't nobody can't can't nobody at least go through life saying that ain't nobody told them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, so she gets it. Random so, question: You think your mom is soft on you? No, uh-uh. but, I love. At, I, I, this is a good question and it's real random because I think a lot of women, a lot of women notice that, and I. It's gonna be so many women that listen to this shit and be like, "Yes, yes, he's talking." Nah, because like the only reason, why, only reason why I say that because like I had, I didn't, I didn't grow up with my mom that uh, that mm. often. So, cause I I mainly grew up with my dad. So, like, if any if anybody was like, you know, it was hard on us. It was like it was my dad or whatever. Mm. So, like. But my mom, my mom was more so like that parent, like she was more like literally like the nurturer, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, so she, so she taught, like she would talk to us and, you know, like make sure like, you know, make sure we'll get like certain life lessons and make sure that we'll understand. Like she's a big, she's a big part of like why, the re- why I think the why, the, the, the why, the reason the why, I, the way I, I do, do you know, <laughs> I cannot, the way, the way, but yeah, she's a, she's, she's a reason why I think the way I do. And you know, so you know, shit, bro. I, I pretty much like owe it all to her when it comes like you know my mental. I only ask mm-hmm. that because I see a lot of situations where girls will easily tell you, "My mom is so hard on me. She treat me like shit." And my brother, he treat she treat him like a king, and she let him get away with everything. And she babies him, mm-hmm. and she don't baby me, and I'm the girl. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. What I mean, it's just it's just the way that that that's just the way that the cookie crumbles. Cause the way it's the same way that the dads, yeah, like I said, it's the same way that the dads are with our daughters. Daddy's uh-huh. little girl, mama's boy. Like that's, that's how it be. Like, cause I am a daddy's little girl and fuck my mama. Like I said, but <laughs> like, yeah, bro. Cause I don't fuck with my dad, but I look, bro, I will kill somebody with my mama. That's bro. crazy. Cause you notice, like, even in. in, in I guess going into detail, you know, you have people in your family and you, you it might be called like the black sheep of the family. Mm. The one that people look down on, the one that done been through the most. Normally, this is the oldest child. Damn. And if it's a boy and if it's a mama, she going to baby him. Oh, I done caught you snorting crack. Oh, you done went to <laughs> jail for this and that. Yeah. I still love you. I still baby you. I still mm-hmm. do this. But let my girl do some one wrong thing, stupid. I'm putting fire on her ass. It. I'm sorry, guys. It's just the way that the cookie crumbles. Mothers love their sons and why daddies. <laughs> I always want to know that why. Why is it like know, that? That's... Maybe it's yin and yang. Oh well, like a mother. I guess a mother would be wanting to teach her daughter how to be like a real strong woman and then the dad wants to be hard on his son to teach him how to be a stronger man so he's softer on the daughter and then the mom is softer mm. on the boy because she knows that men or boys need more love and they're not going to get that from their dad. Right, so I guess, mm. so guess it would be like... Now look also, at that! Right! And I guess, <laughs> therapy! And, and I guess you can also connect it with the fact that like um, how like we're like 
we're attracted to our personality traits of our parents. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like you can you can connect it as well. Like how we, like how like the like the type of girls we like you know look look for is like mm-hmm. how they resemble like our our parents. Yeah. Like that shit, that shit is like when I found out I was like, bro, that shit is kinda weird. Like <laughs> it is. That shit is weird. <laughs> when you think about like, it, why it is am I, weird. like why am I looking for somebody that has the same you know, similar personality traits as my mom? You just want that love and that the, right. the good so quality. Like, so yeah, so like when you, so like when you think of like you know so like when you think of love, you subconsciously think of like the love that your that your parents have gave given mm-hmm. you. So like you want that and then some. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Well, look at that. Look at what we done just got into. I always <laughs> love the episodes where I have shit on my list and then we go off on a tangent and it's not even anything that I've had on my list because that went totally awry. But I love it. Um, I guess since we on that, I did have a question. I said, because um, I, I saw Queen and Slim. Oh, saw Queen and Slim. We'll too. talk about that later. But... Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. Queen no. and Slim just had a lot. Fuck it, man. We're, we're going to spoil it. Yeah, it's that's fine. That's fine. Motherfucker on Twitter already spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that shit. Like, that was one thing I literally did not expect. But I was like, okay, well, you know. They you gonna... didn't expect this? No, no, no. I didn't know. I didn't expect it, like. I don't. I don't know what. I don't really, really know what I expected. But I didn't know they was gonna like gonna put it out there like that. But I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, but then again, they did fuck over the Avengers. So shit. Twitter, nigga. Yeah. But um. But even what when they, they did the Avengers, like they, they they like even though they sold the plot, but you didn't know what genuinely what overall happened in the Avengers, bro. But this they they sold they, they sold everything. Bro. I think Disney was reporting niggas that did that type of shit. Like, bro. But anyway, that, that's different. Disney money is different. But um, we'll talk about Queen and Slim in depth in a little bit. But I will say that Queen and Slim had a lot of like quotable mushy gushy moments. That like they would the dialogue. I think the script was pretty. Script was pretty good, um, and they they had a lot of good quotables. A lot of good quotables. And I remember they were saying something about like where do babies come from and why mm-hmm. do people have kids and stuff like that. And one thing he said he was like, uh, basically, what you crave in a relationship is most likely no. Actually, no. This is something totally different. He was talking about kids, and he was saying that kids comes from basically like. Uh, people have kids for different reasons, like for not being seen in their childhood or in their life or not being heard and shit like that. I went off on a tangent because now that I'm looking at it, it has nothing to do with that. But what Mm -hmm. I said, the question that I have, not even a question. I'm all over the place today. Sorry, guys. That's okay. What you crave (laughs) in a relationship is most likely what you didn't get during your childhood. Right. Not sure where we're gonna go from that. It right. is real, but and I read that's crazy. Go <laughs> that's crazy because that's where I, that's what I realized this year in 2019 that I crave what I didn't get as a child. Mm. So like this whole year, I've been like having this, I don't know, like this thing where I'm mad at my parents and my family for how they treat me or how they raised me because mm-hmm. I've realized it turned me into a person that kind of can be too dependent on another person, I guess for love or affection for all those things I didn't get Mm. as a child. And I don't like that I'm that way, but I'm working on it. So that's something I'm working on, but it's very true. Like people will try to find what they didn't get as a child. And usually it is love or more affection or more attention. And Mm. 
I don't know. I feel like it takes people different amounts of time to realize that about themselves, how much their family and how they were raised, how it affects them as a person and how it affects them as they turn into an adult and how they think and how they do things, how they treat people, how they talk to people, how they think about relationships, how they are in relationships. But I feel like that's something that everybody should take the time to think about when they think about who they are by themselves as a person Mm. and who they are when they're in a relationship with a person. Is this the advice you give? Huh? I say, is this That's the part of it when I'm talking to like people. Yeah. Well, I want to get into that right stuff. now. Fuck whatever I was about to do. But <laughs> I, fuck it. For time's sake. I want to jump straight into this. Kamala, if yeah. y'all don't know, she is uh how do y'all pronounce is it a resident therapist or is it just a therapist? Well, right now I do two th- Two different things. So I'm a marriage and family therapist, Mm. but I'm getting my license. I'm working on getting my license as a marriage and family therapist, but Mm. that is what I do right now in therapy. Um, And right now I work at, uh, what is it, addiction and mental health facility. So I'm trying to move from there to like be a one-on-one therapist and stuff like that. But that's what I do. So I sit and do like groups of people who have um, different mental health issues or maybe they have addiction issues Mm. and stuff like that. And I work with them. Tell us your level of, cause I, I guess this is what this is the side that people don't get to see. Like Kamala's a normal person, right? And not every day, <laughs> her, not every day does she want to come in the office and talk to people, right? <laughs> with stories, it's true. With baggage, it is heavy it's baggage. True. Like, I, very heavy baggage. So, it is true. So, I guess, tell me, I like, on the... how energy draining that shit is. <laughs> and I told Jade about this. Jade has heard me yes. cry about it mm. <laughs> and a bunch of shit because it's hard. Like, being a therapist, a counselor, it's very hard to do. It's very hard. And I was just talking about this yesterday. So, it's crazy that you're bringing up all the stuff I was talking mm. about yesterday. It's crazy. Kind of sensitive. But, anyways. <laughs> so, being a therapist is a very hard job because you have to remember that you cannot connect yourself and your life and your story with the person that you're talking to. So if you have a client that you're working with and that person has a story that is so similar to your story, you have to remember that you can't connect to that person in that way. You have to disconnect yourself from that person when you're talking to them to make sure that you can work with that person. Because some people can get caught up with that person in their life story that they take on their baggage. So you have your baggage already and you're listening to a person or several people talk about their trauma and all the things that they've been through. You hear that shit every single day. So you have to make sure you don't allow yourself to take on all of their baggage every day. You have to like, it's kind of like you're becoming a robot. You have to disconnect yourself because if you don't, you're going to be, it's going to be very hard to function. So in your line of work, do they, if you saying y'all like a robot damn Mm -hmm. near, do y'all like have a script so to speak um it depends on what you're doing like in certain like when you're learning to become a therapist they give you like different scenarios of things you could say Mm -hmm. but when you're a therapist you have to really become like coming to your own person you have to realize um it's like some people they take the things they learned and they apply it to what they teach to people but you do learn like techniques and strategies of Mm -hmm. how to help a person through a situation so you don't have to go like necessarily by a script But there are, like, um, it's like a baseline of what you should be teaching this person who's, like, Mm -hmm. dealing with whatever it is that they're dealing with. I'm trying to see, like, because I've never been to therapy, and I feel like, oh, no, I feel like 
you know, the older I get, the more that you can see, like I say, I look at life from a bird's eye view from a lot of, a, uh-huh. a lot of the time. So I see shit from the outside in. And uh-huh. when you look at shit from the outside in, you can kind of like see shit within yourself that kind of goes, ah, I need to work on that. Right, it I does. I this out. I guess I'm trying to see, so like, person comes and sits down with you for the first time. Uh-huh. I sit down. How does this even go? How do we start? I'm going to tell you that everybody is different. Every therapist is different. So that's why I always encourage, mostly I do encourage people, if you are a person of color, to find a therapist of color. Because that's a whole different thing. They relate to you in a whole different way than a person who is not a person of color. They can't relate to you. So So I encourage everybody, if you do have a therapist, you want to do therapy, try to find a person of color to be your therapist Mm because that will help to build like a rapport with that person and to get to feel like you when you walk in that room you have a person that in a way kind of gets your life a little bit um but when you walk into a room with a therapist it can be very uncomfortable but i try to make it as comfortable as possible i let that person tell me what they want to work on so I'm not that therapist that sits and just nods in my head or says, I'm trying to oh, see, okay, like, how do you feel? Like, that shit's corny. Yeah, I'm trying to see so, like, what the first words is. Because I see myself, like, if I sit down with a therapist, like, and you don't know shit about me, I don't right. know shit about you. Mm-hmm. I sit down, I'm staring at you like Diddy did the other dude. Like, the little gif. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Look like, at what is it. <laughs> like, what are the first words other than hello? Like, so... What brings you here? Like, I try to start off with like, how are you feeling today? Or how are you doing today? And just ask that person like a simple conversation. I don't like just jump straight into like the tough shit, the hard shit. Cause that's not tell me about your childhood. Cause it's like building a relationship with a person. You just trying to get to know. It's just like that. Like you Mm -hmm. have to baby step it. You can't just be like, okay, so what brought you here today? Not really. Cause I feel like that will, your client is not going to like that. (laughs) So yeah, I feel much. like you need to be, well, for me, I make sure that I'm myself. Mm-hmm. So I bring my personality up in the room. I don't try to be the the therapist that does all the basic shit by the book all the time yeah. or the one that just sits there and stares at you and waits for you to talk. Like, nah, <laughs> we going to chill and have a regular conversation. Like, I don't know. What, you, what did you have for dinner or some shit? Like just some random shit just to make you comfortable because it mm. is an uncomfortable space. To kind of be in. So you want to like baby step it. Or that's what I do. Yeah. Make sure that I baby step it with them. So they could. That's how you build a relationship with anybody. Like I'm you sure. don't just jump into the shit. I'm sure a lot of times you probably get the people that come in. I'm here. I don't really know why I'm here. Yep. And all then the time. you unpack some shit. And then they be like. Ooh. Right. Because it's like. Just having them small <laughs> conversations. think of it like that. <laughs> like <laughs> just having them, <laughs> them small conversations. Can lead to a person feeling comfortable to open up about other shit like we could Mm. be talking about what they had for dinner and eventually it's gonna get to what really brought him or her here in the first place so i had shrimp last night (laughs) so how did that shrimp make you feel it made me think about the time my mom didn't give me shrimp when i (laughs) was no that how do you feel how does that make you feel that shit no Uh, no that's what people think like when they think of therapy they think of a person just sitting there asking so how do you feel that's like what they first picture, so but it's not always like that. Now, what did this picture look like? Like that. <laughs> that's, that's a totally different thing today. <laughs> but yeah, not that shit. But well, I, I encourage everybody if you feel like you yeah, want to try therapy, definitely. make sure you try different therapists. Mm. 
make sure if you're a person of color, get a person of color to be your therapist because it can make you feel that much comfortable. Even if you feel like that's not something you care about, trust me, once you're in that room, you might start to notice, oh, okay. Yeah. I get it, that part. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, have to try different therapists. To beliefs, so, uh... <laughs> no, that's, that's a real thing. Like, like, for real, that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I could see how like that could like that could like go left in a sense. It'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, bro. Because, like, because I feel as if, like, you, like, you may, like, explain, explain a certain shit, but that person, like, really may not, may not just get it, and it may come off as offensive. And even though that person may not be, you know, may not coming off that way, but that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's not like, uh, it's the question of, like, all right, is this person really, under like, trying to understand what I'm talking about, or is this, like, this nigga just, like... Getting this check. Right. Right. It's like, bruh, so yeah, I, I'd rather talk to somebody that I know, like, okay, oh, nigga, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, right, it's kinda, <laughs> that's what it's kind of like, honestly, I real. feel like, you know, to wrap it up, I feel like therapy is for everybody. It's not, not for, it's not for a specific set of people. I feel like therapy is literally for everybody, because everybody has a life. And in Everybody this life mm-hmm. comes trials, mm-hmm. tribulations, mm-hmm. and turmoil. Right. Somewhere in there. Even if it's on the smallest of scales. I feel like, of course, you know, you're drug addicts. Of course, you're people that cheat in relationships. Of course, you're people that are just lost and confused. But mm-hmm. only children. I think you need therapy. I think we need therapy. Only children need therapy. I feel like uh on, people wait, what what, you, what huh i feel like only children need what therapy you mean on like only children like i'm an only child i feel like i need therapy oh like nigga kids that are only child only only child only children oh, Lord, oh i see the way no, but I understood what, what he meant when he said, <laughs> but I see why you were confused. <laughs> I see why Only right. child children need People therapy. People are an only child in your family need therapy. Yeah, too. I think only children need therapy. I think everybody could benefit from therapy if you right. give it a try. Because everybody has shit that they go through. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't feel like they have somebody to talk to. So a therapist could be that person that's that outlet for you to just talk about the shit that you've been going through that you can't talk to anybody else about. Even though it's a stranger, sometimes it's very comfortable to talk to somebody who does not know you, who can't judge you. Somebody that's just sitting there and listening to you. Sometimes it could be very helpful. So if you are trying to find a therapist, just make sure that you try different therapists until you find one that fits with you. Just because you go to one therapist and that shit doesn't work for you doesn't mean that you need to give up on therapy altogether. Just keep on searching until you find a therapist. But like he said, we're all human. Yeah. So we can all, we all need to talk about the shit that we're going through because we Mm -hmm. all go through shit every single day. And you don't want to let that shit just sit in your system, like sit in your body and on your mind and you never get that shit out. Because if you keep going through life every single day and you have all that trauma or that shit that you've been through that you never talked about and then life keeps throwing bullshit at you every single day on top of the shit that you didn't talk about before, one day you're going to explode. One day you're going to want to give up on life. One day you're going to feel like this shit, I can't do it anymore. So you got to make sure that you find an outlet or something you can do to help yourself to get all that stuff out over time. Cause we all need to get the shit out. Cause we all go through shit every single day. Shit, shit, shit. shit. Camille getting in her bag, man. Right. Like Bit <laughs> <Big> bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess to end this shit out, we'll talk movie shit, man. Uh, Queen and Slim. I go ahead and give a review for that. Queen and Slim. I gave it. What did I give it when I saw it? I gave it a strong eight point nine. Really? 
when I saw it. Yeah. Really? I assume you would have been tougher. Everybody is hyping that shit up. You know to what me. I noticed from you? Everybody's hyping that up. You're really tough. I am. On I'm very everything. critical of there, things. Of everything. I am. And that's I okay. Am. But um yeah, Queen of Slim was cool. Eight point nine. I felt like the let's see. The script was great, I feel like. Um the acting was pretty good. I mean, the actors gave me what I needed. They're pretty top tier act. Well, one of them is just starting the female lead. Uh-huh. She's just starting out, but she did phenomenal. I think, you know, what you're going to get from Daniel is what you're going to get from Daniel. It's great. <laughs> Black nigga. Right. You know, um, the story was cool, unrealistic, but cool. I think that's why, you know, we have movies for a uh-huh. little uh, feel of the unrealistic. I was definitely in a movie, and I was like, "If these niggas don't die at the end, this movie is you, not. I'm not. I'm gonna walk out gonna mad. Die. Like you they, they have to die." die. Mm-hmm. And the way that they like did their scene when they died, it was oh. oh. See, that was a movie that had like so many quotables in it. It, mm-hmm. it was just a lot of quotable moments and cute moments that made up for the fact that. If y'all killed the cop, y'all niggas getting found like within the next eight hours. Like y'all, y'all not going from Ohio to Florida. Y'all not doing that. Y'all not making it that far. I can promise you that. I thought it was. Oh and, God. And, and your video is <laughs> oh off body. God. It's a dash cam video showing your face mm-hmm. and showing every. Y'all not getting all the way to Miami. Right. Y'all not. It's not happening. So. Oh. Well, that's why it's a movie. Yeah, that's why it's a movie. You didn't feel like it was missing something. Yeah, I'm making it you didn't get bored at certain parts. Like bored? I was in the movie theater and I felt like I got like it was too slow or it was kind of missing something or I wasn't like entertained the whole time. It felt like kind of uh, like it was missing something. I wouldn't I don't say know. that. Like, not enough backstory for something. But I actually like that they didn't, like, how they didn't say the names, their names throughout the movie. I thought that was cool. So, it could represent, like, any black person, black man, black female. So, I thought that was cool that they did it that way. That was very cool. But it just felt like (laughs) it was missing. Did they actually have a name? They called the they they, in the credits because I went to see it twice. And mm-hmm. the second time I went to see it, I was like, I'm gonna stay for the credits just to see what they actually name these characters. Because the first time I left, I thought about it and I said, Did they address each other by name ever in this shit? Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it and then I watched it again and I said, These niggas never said like who they were, like they never right. said names at all. And then I looked at the credits and then they was Queen and Slim. I said, Yo. <laughs> all right i understand it but i and i think that that was one of the things that made the movie good like you said it just uh shows like identification for everybody uh-huh. like this can be you this can be her uh-huh. it's, i like the movie uh-huh. was it a great movie well i said it was a great movie was it a phenomenal movie uh, so i gave it an 8.9 i thought it was just good it yeah. wasn't as amazing as everybody else it's was hyping it up to be, but it was a nice movie to watch. Yeah, it was. Watch. And I will tell you, I didn't cry during the movie when they were dying, but when I left the movies, I was so... Because movies like that, that topic, it, it like hits me and it makes me like think yeah. about shit. So afterwards, I started crying. I was like, damn. Shawty said, can I be your legacy? He said, you already are. And like, then damn. that's when they killed her. I said, yo. That, was fu- that scared <laughs> me. It was like out of nowhere. I didn't think it was going to happen like that, but... And then when he was carrying her, I thought, I was like, okay, they're going to let him get to the car. They're going to, you know, just to, this is what you did to her. 
Right, they but shot no. that nigga before he even got. I said, "Oh." Right, and then they say they were armed in the thing. I was like, "That's really what happens in fucking America, yeah. shit." Yeah. But, so it was that. was armed. Yep, and yeah. they weren't <laughs> at all. They was yeah. holding fucking hands, and that was that. Yeah, man, it was sad but, though. Uh, yeah, it was de- definitely was one sad. of those sad ones. A little tearjerker. <laughs> yeah. I went to see it with my girl, and she was like, "I'm gonna pull over because I really want to tell you how I feel about you right no. now, and I have to let you know that I will be your ride or die too." And I was like, "Oh, like okay. real? It hits you like that? Uh, you know, <laughs> see. I like it. I like it a lot." <laughs> But um yeah man great movie y'all go see it I'm sure y'all have seen it already but um I guess staying in entertainment power of social media man I seen you know uh what, what was it pops passed recently and uh he, you know he had a lot of things on his resume still to complete he was talking about getting back to work on Boondocks he was talking about getting back to work on Last Friday. And those are two things that he set out that he wanted to set out to do. So mm-hmm. um, I, I seen something on Twitter and you know how Twitter goes and somebody brought up the idea. They said, well, since Pops is gone, I think that they should have Jennifer Lewis come in and play like granddad's sister. And they should have Riley and Huey live with the sister being Jennifer Lewis. Mm-hmm. I thought about that and I said, whoa, nigga. Like, that, that is hard. That's literally the first. I was like, nigga. Like, I said, this is honestly the only way. And I love when life can play itself out like this. You know, of course, rest in peace. However, when life can work itself out in a situation like this, where something like that can happen, where literally, I mean, you think about those two characters. Who else? Who else could be a fly ass grandma? Like, who else could do that? Who else could talk they shit? Who else? But Jennifer Lewis. And um, at first it was just a thought. And then I had seen a tweet that um, had confirmed that Jennifer Lewis actually saw that. And that she was actually on board. Like, if y'all want me to do it, I'm down. Like, I'm here for it. What's up? Pull up. I'm I'm down for it. So, that I guess shit, I say all of that to that say. That be hard. Yeah. It's just the power of social media. Um, I, I, I hope that that gets done. Because boondocks with... Just thinking Jennifer Lewis and Regina King side by side in that booth, like going Riley and grand grand sister or whatever, however that works. I think it'll be that, aunt. Aunt or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit would just be hard. Yeah. And I guess this is just speaking to Pop's legacy, honestly, because last Friday I thought about sister? it. Huh? Did you say grandsister? Hey man, we're gonna keep going. Hey, we're gonna keep going. Grandsister. Hey, listen, sometimes the family tree still oh, fucks me up. Gosh. Like I have people in my family that I'm like, are you my uncle? I'm gonna just call you uncle. Like that's that's just what it's gonna be. Bro, I don't you know did, if you're like a bro, grand that's uncle. Bro, that cause like, I got a cousin. I got a cousin to this day, but he'll still call me nephew, bro. Like that's my that's my dad. Uh, my dad's cousin and shit like that. <laughs> so that's your but cousin. That's my yeah. That's my cousin. Like that's like literally my like my cousin. But he was like, "What's going on, nephew?" Hey, the family Nigga, tree is, is hard to understand. But like that sometimes. shit is confusing, bro. Black family trees is confusing as fuck, bro. Because everybody's nephew and. Auntie, your uncle and shit, like, bro. And right. actually, they may be your cousin for real, like, or not even your cousin, cause we adopt, we adopt motherfuckers. That's not even our family. Uh-oh. And we're like, oh, that's your, uh, that's your cousin. 
mean, not for real, but y'all grew up together, you know, since we was since we was little, you know. Like, or, what the fuck is you talking about? Or in some of them families where they got a little nasty and they didn't want to tell Stop. nobody. But anyway, all right, next topic. Um, <laughs> like I was saying, I think Pop's legacy is 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 strong because I'm thinking about last Friday, and I'm sure that they are probably like trying to figure out what they're gonna do now because I'm sure that they were planning on having him in it. I thought about it and I said, what if, and they would have to do it. I said, the only way that they could do this, they would have to do it right. They would have to get the blessings from the family, all that good shit. But if they centered last Friday around Pop's funeral. Oh, that would They be... would have to do, no. Yeah. That have to do it right. Yeah, that, yeah like. They could make that really funny, though. They could. They really could. Because niggas like, oh, death at a funeral was hard. I didn't laugh one time I seen yeah, that, that shit. That, I'm sorry. That, that movie was, was so mean. It wasn't that funny to me. But that... Last Friday, if they centered around Pop's funeral and they just did it right, mm-hmm. when I say right, like you got to bring everybody that was in in a Friday, you have to bring them back at least for a cameo. Mm-hmm. Can't, be, can't, can't be Friday and not see Smokey walk past. Right. Can't, at a funeral. You have to do it right. Somebody got to pay me for this idea, but I th- I was just thinking about that, and I said oh, that if they did the- it like that, last Friday would probably be like one of the greatest ones. Well, I was gonna talk that about did, did I did I talk about Undercover Brother Two already? You did. I did. <laughs> There's oh, the don't watch it. Why would I? Dumb, the first one was dumb as hell. <laughs> the first, the first one, one was funny as shit. The first one was a is a is a classic. The Undercover Brother is a classic. It's stupid. But the second one, <laughs> bruh, don't even waste your fucking time. I didn't bruh. even know like, it was second. Who's in the second one? Bruh, Michael Jai uh, White, Afion Crockett. Who's that? Uh, Who are those people? You never seen Blood and Bone? I gotta see the, the picture. Have you seen Blood and pictures. Bone? Michael J. White, swole ass nigga from Why Did I Get Married? Yes. Um, who oh, was the other one you said? Uh, Afion Crockett. Afion Crockett. You know the nigga um, and uh and what was the with the movie with Marlon Wayne? She was like, I don't give a fuck. Honey, oh, yeah. House. yeah, Honey, yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who, no who else? Was, who else was in it? Uh, Gary Owens was in it. The, okay. the, the, the white, white guy. Me, yeah, he was in it. Um, who else was in it? Doesn't matter. Don't yeah, watch it. Yeah, but it's just, don't see it. It was just, just corny, but the whole movie was like literally like just corny as fuck, bro. Like, mm. like literally corny. Like that's like the type of feel that they gave you. Like, shit was terrible. But um, do I have anything else? Shit, that's a list. Hey, that's a podcast, man. That looked like episode sixty nine to me. Um, I guess we'll play an ad now. And Dick talk, stupid ass. <laughs> oh my god! Hey. This was a mature podcast, and you want to throw this is a shit. lot of mature content <laughs> in this. Like, I almost shit. don't want to call this a podcast. I want to call it a content piece because we had so much a lot so. of emotions. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's just funny because we go back, come back from commercial and just. <laughs> But uh yeah oh, man <laughs> one of my favorite artists right now at this very moment I'ma play his shit to end this motherfucking podcast. Who's your favorite One of my favorite Fox. artists is becoming Roddy Rich. I love I like this song. Cause I, the way that he's he's like a a more grounded thug. 
King Day on Instagram and Twitter. I A M K I N G D E. Fuck with your boy. My Instagram is Kamela K A M A Y L and three A's at the end. And then my Twitter is Mayla M A Y L three A's underscore something. And as for me, man, Spoo's B speaks on all my platforms. Episode 69, what's in my bag? We getting out of here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house. The private I'm flying in, I never want to fly again. I take my chances in traffic. She's sucking on dick, no hands with it. I just made the rolling plane like a landing strip. I'm a 2020 president candidate. I done put a hundred bands on Zimmerman shit. I've been moving real gangster, so that's why she pick a crib. Shawty call me Chris Cole, cause I pop my shit. Got it out the mud. There's nothing you can tell me. Yeah, when I had a job, South Street wealthy. Yeah, I had to coop at the lot. Tony for a 12 fuck swat. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a leaf with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals. We been trapping like the 80s. She said the nigga so. Got the cash out. Told him wipe a nigga, no. Say slash slash. I won't never sell my soul And I can back that And I really wanna know Where you at, where? Put out the up I shoot at the cup I got knots on top of my nuts He said she won't date Took her to Six Flags I took her to nuts Put on a roller coaster Nigga about to fuck off top 